to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 235, Invasion of the Dinosaurs. My name is John, and joining me every time we are living in the land of the lost is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I am. Uh, I just finished this a couple of uh, like an hour ago, and I am. Yeah. I'm hyped. Good. I am hyped and ready. Excellent. Excellent. How are you, sir? Um, I'm well. I'm well as I guess can be right now. Excellent. Things are good, yeah. There you go. Look at that. No complaints. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I could find stuff to complain about, but eh, grand scheme of things, it's all good. I think I think today we have had possibly our last 90 degree weather day of the year. Oh, up there, huh? Yeah. Up I there. haven't even checked. Let's check the weather in Valley Village, California. Do, 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 do. Now, John, with weather. Oh, oh my! I think you're oh. correct. I've got. Yeah. I, we're not getting above it. Eighty on Saturday or Sunday. That's it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we are just below eighty tomorrow, and by Friday we are sixty-five. Let's go! I'm excited. Yes, bring it. Bring this fall weather. We've got the Halloween decorations up out front. Oh, yeah. And they're just not as good when it's blisteringly hot outside. I agree. I agree 100%. All right. Well, we got Invasion of the Dinosaurs. Um, Holy moly. Yep. Uh, But, you know, we we got a couple of things we got to cover before we get into that. And the first thing is, what is making us happy this fortnight? Well, I don't know about you, but for me, um, you know, both the kids had last Friday off of school. So it was a teacher in service day. Um, And so Amber and I both went, you know what? Let's play some hooky. We both called in sick to work, basically, or took vacation days, rather, Mm -hmm. and went over to the coast for the day. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it was nice to get over to Capitola, get over to Santa Cruz, uh, spend a little time over there getting our toes in the sand and... um, yeah, just, I don't know, getting away for a little bit and, uh, you know, treating ourselves a little bit. Of course, the worst part was, well, Friday afternoon traffic heading out of the Bay Area. There was a certain point oh, that like, yeah. we got to get on. The, we got to get on the road by, yeah. you know, this point. And even then we still hit traffic coming home. So Yikes. such is life in the Bay. Yes, it is. Well, so, pretty much <laughs> here and there. Well, yeah, that's true. I feel like you guys could get you know, horrible backups down there at two in the morning. We can, and we have, and I've seen it. Yeah. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it is, it's awful. So, so yeah, but yeah, things, things are well. That's what's making me happy. What about you, John? Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, the New York Jets oh. won a football game. Hey, yeah, I'm very excited about that. You were going to say something? Mm-hmm. I was only because I totally forgot to mention that the latest episode of all night with the living geeks is out. Oh, that also is making me happy. Well, let's plug that because holy yeah. moly, I I uh, where did the time go? I I know, uh, right? Man, Whew. yeah. We uh, this month being being the spooky month that it is, we decided to talk about the hauntings aboard the Queen Mary. Oh, that's right down here, I believe. Yeah, right over in Long Beach. I think we actually have a friend that might work on it or next to it i can't no remember. kidding really yeah we'll intro you him uh well you know if if all goes accordingly at um at gallifrey oh fingers crossed yeah absolutely fingers crossed yeah. so yes and all i have to say is i really really hope you can make the recording for next month because our topic is possibly one of the most bonkers uh cases i've ever heard about is that you pinged me about that right i did ping you about it i don't want to spoil it here but it's not yeah weird as weird can get i started throwing stuff in the cypher and it got weirder so i'm like oh boy we're doing this oh boy yep 
Yep, All yep, right. yep. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, I was no, intruding no. on what was making you happy. No, that's absolutely fine. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Jets won a game yesterday. It was very exciting. Everyone looked good very, for them. very good. I'm excited about that. Also, we have uh, baseball playoffs are starting, uh, which is always just very exciting. I love watching those games. They're a yeah. lot of fun. What else? Oh, I, uh, I started a new game. It's called New World. I don't know if you've heard of it. I can't say I have. It was in the news because apparently a couple of months ago it was frying people's graphics cards. Oh, I may have seen those headlines and just not read about it because it wasn't a game I was playing. Yeah, it is a uh, Amazon game. Uh, so, oh, yeah, it's an okay. Amazon Studio game. It's basically World of Warcraft, but you don't have to pay a monthly subscription. It's just like you buy the game and you're you're on the servers and, and there such. you go and yeah it's it's very world of warcrafty uh it's a lot of fun i'm having a good time with it what else is what else is going on that's been uh it's been making me happy i think that that might be i went to a wrestling show last weekend that was fun you did yeah that was a good time right on yeah i think that's uh that's a, oh and I, I believe on friday lauren and i are going to celebrate um both of our promotions we're probably going to try and uh, go eat at this place we went to for her birthday. They had like outside dining, and it was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we uh, we haven't discussed it further, but it was brought up yesterday, <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty excited about that as well. That's making me happy. Right on. That's awesome. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. So we're going to be talking about something else that makes us, uh, I think, very happy in the Who News. Yeah. Uh, we sure are. Let's 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 tackle this. Yeah. So of course, in in classic podcastica tradition, um, you know, usually the day after we record, some big important piece of news drops, and that tends to be Gallifrey One news. Yes. This time it was not. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know about your experience, John, but I literally I was here at my desk working on work stuff in the morning, and then I kind of had to like step away from the computer and my phone and stuff to help the kids, you know, make lunches for school and right. get everything ready. Right. And I come back and I sit down and I pop up on my phone and I'm like, I want to look at Twitter real fast. <laughs> and there is news that Russell T Davies is going to be the next showrunner of Dr. Who. And I don't know about you, but I literally had a moment where I'm like, okay, y- y'all are pulling my leg. Like, <laughs> really? Like, no, somebody, somebody's hacked the account. And it, no. And and darned if I wasn't wrong. Um, we are getting what RTD to um, come season fourteen and the sixtieth anniversary special, and, and holy crap! Yeah, so you you pinged me. Yes, um, I believe I woke up at uh, what was this? Is seven thirty? You messaged me, I think, twenty minutes earlier. I think I woke up at seven thirty. Must be nice. And. <laughs> Sorry, and, <laughs> and still early, still early. Um, and I look at my phone, and I just see it. Just says your, you know, your name from Twitter. Yeah, and it says, "Holy crap!" That's all it says. <laughs> and I'm nice. like, I'm like, okay, I, what could, what could this be? And I open it, and I went, "What?" So then I I read it briefly, and then I. I woke up Lauren. I woke her up. Like, I'm like, (laughs) nice. I'm like, hey. She's like, what? I'm like, they just announced that Russell T. Davies is coming back for as the showrunner. And she was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. So she picked up her phone and starts looking. And I'm like, what is happening? And to this day, she still says, I feel like when you when this happened, it I, I still feel like it's a dream. It doesn't feel real. It is it is a very weird feeling and and I mean don't get me wrong we still have you know this next season to get through which I've seen people you know throwing out guesses that maybe it might premiere on Halloween I don't know Wait um, Doctor Who on Halloween possibly that soon possibly wow. that soon which you would think there there would be more of a trailer right now Yeah all we've had is like a little 4 second clip of like you know the doctor trying to break into the BBC signal Yes um but some I think it was the Doctor Who production news um Twitter account was like looking at BBC America they're having like that whole last weekend of the month they're having like a big old like week or week long just marathon of Doctor Who mm-hmm. And then it gets to a point where then it just goes, oh, a uh, movie. 
movie movie and nothing is listed really and so there's some speculation i don't know if it's actually going to pan out or if they just haven't like filled out the rest of the schedule yet um i'm trying to hedge my bets in my head because i would be very excited for that although really halloween like we're gonna be busy that evening don't don't give me brand new doctor who mm-hmm. on halloween yeah right like you know i want it i want it soon don't get me wrong but i'm gonna be busy that night yeah kids yeah you know uh, we're having friends over so um we shall see i've got a feeling it's it's probably going to be in november sometime but we shall see um there was also speculation it's like oh yeah normally we get like you know a trailer or something like a month before it premieres and we haven't gotten one yet so mm, i don't know yeah i don't know but yes again we've got that season to get through we've got specials to get through so you know let's not neglect that but at the same time holy crap russell t davis is coming back yeah very very surprising i i think like after i kind of came down from the like what is happening yeah uh i think i think i'm excited i just uh it kind of feels like maybe they sh- they should have looked a little longer <laughs> i yeah I'm not, I, I don't hate russell t davies i need to no, put that you know nor i i you know i love russell t davies uh i i enjoyed his 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 run his original run it's just yeah. like um what you know couldn't we have wasn't there anybody else like they like it sounded i've read stuff where they begged him to come back i've yeah i mean i've read stuff i've heard stuff there's a lot about um making television in britain that i don't know inside and out um but it sounds as though um, you know, there's a situation where the board of directors for the BBC has over the years, right? This isn't a very recent decision over the years has said, look, every one of our properties we have to put up in, in, and I forget what the term is, but basically if a third party company says, Hey, you know, um, we, we can produce that for you. And we can basically, um, like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it justice. Basically, do a better job of it than you. You know, <laughs> then they, they, they. It's, it's the BBC itself is kind of a monopoly, right? On television, in a lot of ways, it's like if we only had CBS, right? Right, and there wasn't ABC, and there wasn't NBC, and there wasn't Fox. There's just um, four BBCs, right? Right. So in order to kind of promote, you know, some competition and some variety and stuff is, is that they, the board of directors has said, you've got to put, you know, this percentage of your IP up to be optioned for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that I think is kind of how um, uh, Bad Wolf, the production company and Russell T Davies has kind of come into play in this um and i know that we've had a bunch of kind of internal like you know twitter group chats of like how things work i i i simply have to trust that one i mean this is this is this is the man this these are the people who brought doctor who back to our tv in the first place yeah they obviously care about this as a property absolutely they care about the the company after something that happens exactly (laughs) right um not only that but it's been you know at this very moment 16 years since it was back on our screens Mm -hmm. i think you know that kind of a lot of that early pre-production stuff might have been 2003 if i'm not mistaken um so we're talking 18 years you know yeah uh since that ball started getting rolling um and and the world has changed a lot we have all changed a lot and i have to trust that they have also changed i don't i know a lot of people have been like oh isn't this a step backwards i don't necessarily think so you know i mean i think i think i think russell t davies you know got things going and you know stepped away to kind of work on some other projects that he wanted to work on and stories that he wanted to tell and i think he's told them Mm -hmm. um and i and i think in some ways this is an opportunity to come back to something he loves and and you know kind of continue that storytelling i i i have to trust that this is you know um we're not just going to magically switch back it's not like suddenly christopher eccleston's going to come back or something crazy like that you know i have to trust that this is a story that is going to keep progressing 
forward and and there has now been this kind of like you know uh uh breaking of the cycle we have a female doctor we've established some canon and you know now it's like okay great let's let's give him the reins and let's see where he goes and 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 you know i i would love to see i would love to see a a woman of color play I, I mean that's the rumor right now if you i i believe I, someone said oh i know who it is and i've worked with them before and people have pinpoint well then there was also i feel like that rumor or that quote unquote we're not sure that leaked mm-hmm. email that basically names someone and it's the same person that twitter or you know doctor who twitter or whatever you want to call it yeah. kind of figured out well that the person that said they worked with russell t davies worked with on this that's the connection there gotcha so yeah yeah i i listened i listened to a podcast uh from a, a group of guys over in the uk kind of talking about this and talking about you know this quote-unquote leaked email and stuff i mean really it's it's so far out right now I mean, oh yeah. I'm just taking it all with a grain of salt and a spoonful of sugar, and just kind of running with it, and being like, okay, we'll 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 see what actually comes out of any of that. I mean, also um, the thing about it is, crazy. it is it's insane. But I think the the other thing about it is, you, you know, you, you do say like, well, we could be, we're still a ways away from that. Technically, we could not be a long ways away from that because if everything's wrapped for, um. For this season or it, the mm-hmm. specials, is it wrapped? Yeah, basically. So they could they could literally start production because it's not BBC production; it's the production company. Um, it's bad. It's Bad Wolf. So they could right. technically start production and casting uh, whenever they wanted. I, I assume. Very very true. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're necessarily going to wait until the specials have run their course. Oh no! Absolutely not. Before starting these wheels, I'm sure these wheels are turning right now. Yeah. But in terms of official announcements, yes, you know, reveals and yeah. stuff like that. I think that's going to be a ways down the road. Oh, absolutely. Um. So so we'll see. And 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 so even right now, even though those wheels are turning, even though somebody could be somebody could have already been picked. Quite honestly. Yeah. Um. It's all still on our part. Speculation. Yes. Absolutely. So. I'm there is that part of me that's like, I'm just rolling with it because yeah. I, I mean, I'm not joking. I mean, this was not on my radar. This was not on my sonar. This was not on my, you know, thermal. This was not even remote viewing something that I was going to come up with. Oh yeah. Um, like this completely out of left field, completely blindsided, but in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, oh, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm excited. I am um, energized. Yeah. In a lot of ways, like, okay, let's let's see what we're gonna do with this. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested, but also I'm still I'm you know, I wanna see how how this era ends. Yes. Because I know there's a story that we're we're going through. So Absolutely agreed. Absolutely agreed. And we will be very excited to cover that as that comes to us. And I will say if if um so our next recording's in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if it, it does actually debut on the first, I feel like that's almost two weeks again. Basically, would be interesting. Then we would be weekly again, folks. Yeah, wouldn't that be exciting? Yes, it would. All right, um, we still have one speaking, other. <laughs> we do. Speaking of November first, there is um, a book coming out at the start of next month um, called "The Long Game: 1996 to 2003: The Inside Story of How the BBC Brought Back Doctor Who." Kind of a very fitting interesting uh, dovetail with uh what we were just talking yeah, about right this looks like an interesting book i'd be very curious uh to get a copy and check it out it's a mere 13 pounds um i plus shipping of course yes whatever that's going to be uh-huh. in the states um but yeah i mean it's approximately 350 pages kind of going back to kind of how between the tv movie and 2003 BBC said, oh, yeah, I guess people really still like Doctor Who. Let's give it another go. Yeah. Um, so that might be... Uh, I wonder what I, other interesting facts are in there. Exactly. It should be fun. Exactly. But we will have links to all of that stuff in the show notes. You can go check that out there. There you go. 
There you go. Uh, you yeah. know what? Uh, one other thing about R- RTD that I I thought would be like I'm like oh that could happen. He, that? He, you know he's gonna be like hey Moff you got any stories left? Oh that'd be awesome. <laughs> like that'll happen for yep. sure. Anyway, I I seem to remember seeing that uh, you know Big Finish made a little joke. It's like look see see he. We we get pick up one of his stories and oh, look where yeah. he's gone now. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Oh man, love stuff like that. Love it. And speaking yeah. of love, this week we watched Invasion of the Dinosaurs, starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Liz Sladen as Sarah Jane Smith, Nicholas Courtney as the Brigadier, and John Bennett as General Finch. It was written by Malcolm Hulk and directed by Patty Russell. It first aired January twelfth through. February 16th, 1974, and it is the second story of season 11, and we have a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed we do, yeah. Working titles for this story were Bridgehead from Space. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Interesting. I mean, they had Spearhead from Space, why not a Bridgehead? I guess. From Space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or Time Scoop. Oh, the Time Scoop. Sounds, yeah, which sounds very you know, familiar. Very familiar. Hi there, Mike. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we miss you, Mike. Uh, from a certain point of view, Sarah is not really the Doctor's companion until the end of the story. She was merely on her way back to present-day London after she stowed away in the TARDIS on its previous voyage. Indeed, she at least feigns discomfort at the idea of traveling in the TARDIS again. The Doctor's offer to take Sarah to uh, Florana leads into the next story, Death to the Daleks. Uh, this invitation, which included a long and vivid description of the wonders of Florent, it's really, it's a funny, funny scene uh, at the end yeah. of this story, prefigures a penchant of his ninth and tenth selves to describe a wonder of the universe in glorious detail to encourage a companion to stick around. <laughs> Love it. That's true. We do get that a bit. Um, now, this story saw the debut of the third Doctor's second and noticeably more advanced car, the Who-Mobile. Yeah. Unofficial title. Um, the commissioning of this car was the result of John Pertwee's love for gadgetry and the spy culture in general. However, it was used only once more during his tenure, with Bessie, of course, remaining the Doctor's chief road vehicle of choice. I wonder how John Pertwee felt about that. Um, honestly, if that's half the reason that I have the link to the TARDIS wiki about the Who-Mobile mm-hmm. on there, because I'm looking at it, I'm like, that wasn't that wasn't really a hovercraft, was it? I'm like, he's really piloting that thing well. This was a road legal, custom built car for john pertwee amazing that he got them to use on the show it was registered in his name it's it's the chassis underneath it's basically like like a three-wheel car two in the back and one up front oh man kind of kind of like a reliant robin um and um yeah it just it's really neat it actually was capable of some pretty impressive speeds if i recollect correctly um, I'll actually I'll make a point of chucking a link to the the uh, bit on the uh, Whomobile in the show notes. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I'm trying to find it. Um, oh, here it is. Here it is. It was capable of a top speed of get this, folks, 105 miles an hour. Oh wow! Can you imagine that little thing that close to the ground? Do it a hundred miles an hour, and you. The, apparently, that footage is available on the DVD release of this serial and the season ten Blu-ray. Yeah, so you can see him yeah. tooling around in it. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. These John Pertwee, I think, is a total gearhead, a total petrol head. Oh, and yeah. it just makes me love his Doctor even more. Um, interestingly enough, though, the original script had the doctor using a military motorcycle instead of the Humobile. Oh, okay. I'd like to say that they have made an upgrade. Yes, they have. 
the original outline concerned the doctor returning to the present day to discover uh, that aliens had invaded and ordered the evacuation of London, claiming provocation by humanity. A supplicant government remained in the city in the manner of a Vichy government, which nominally like ruled France during the Second World War, but was in effect a puppet regime controlled by the Nazis. Um, the aliens planned to demand larger and larger swaths of territory to satisfy their needs. Again, paralleling the events of World War II, um, humanity would eventually be limited to Australia, which the aliens then intended to destroy. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a bunker story? Yes, it would have. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, this is one of the few Doctor Who serials that actually has wobbly sets, right? We always talk about that. Oh, it's classic Who, floppy monsters and wobbly sets. Yeah. They are particularly noticeable in part four when the Doctor is skulking around the secret base. As the automatic doors close quickly behind the Doctor, the walls visibly shudder when the doors... <laughs> hit the floor oh my goodness well yep. well you know well, well we'll get into it but before we do taylor you have a world famous synopsis for us so take it away indeed the doctor and sarah jane return to present day london to find it basically empty save for looters unit and dinosaurs trying to sort out the cause of these time eddies the doctor and sarah jane also discovered deep underground former military bases mk ultra-esque mind control programs and a secret space program psyop worthy of alternative three all of this bonkers conspiracyness is ultimately hiding a plot to turn back time as an act of returning to a less polluted era it's six parts of intrigue, mystery, and environmental commentary that comes off better than Orphan 55 did with Invasion of the Dinosaurs. Holy moly. Okay. <laughs> I, I know we usually throw to you for overall feelings first, but I'm taking the reins here. This was amazing. I absolutely <laughs> loved this. I thought it was. it had so many twists and turns. Yep. And it also had man in suit or just guy puppeting dinosaurs. Who cares? It was great. I, it was 1974. They were doing the best they could. It, Ray Harryhausen, sadly, was not available. Oh, that would have been. I mean, if that had happened, this would have been like top five for sure. Oh, well, easily. But this is more like hand puppet I'm, you know, look, dinosaurs. It was great. It was, I loved it. I didn't like, I think, you know, sometimes when I watch these things, I'm like, this looks like crap, but I have to remember it's 1974 yep. and they're doing the best they can with the budget that was given to them. Absolutely. And I, I loved it. I, I loved every, everything that happened in it. The twists were like, wait, are you like, are you serious? There's a couple in here mm -hmm. that are just like, this story has so much going on. Um, Sarah Jane is a champion yeah, through and through this entire yes. entire thing, and yeah, we had dinosaurs uh, rumbling in the streets. Yes, absolutely. This this story was one of those stories that when I first saw, you know the 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 floppy the floppy dinosaurs. Yeah, I was like, oh, this would probably be a good one to to show a kid, right? Because they're not scary. Yeah. Not even remotely scary. Like you can look at that and laugh at them. And and I had always wanted to review it because of that potential. Um and then and that was my I mean that's my reasoning. I want to watch it because I want to see if there is even anything remotely scary mm -hmm. uh in here. And and barring like a shot of the looter that we get where he's clearly bloodied. Oh man. That's like the one thing that I'm kind of like, Oh, look away for a sec. Yeah. You know, everything else. Like I just, I had no real concept of just how much of an onion this episode is just layers and layers and layers. And then we get like, you know, the mind control room and then we get this like spaceship, but it's not, it's oh just a room and everybody's being tricked. And, you know, then of course we get some of these betrayals going on and, and um, there's like the whole underlying environmental message going on. Yes. Jeez Louise. They packed so much into this six-parter it's insane 
I know I said like, oh, if they had ha- you know, if the graphics were better, it'd be top five. I think it's, I think it's up there anyway. It's just so fun. I loved, I loved it Definitely. so much. I mean, we've Definitely. got, we've got, um, we've got Sergeant Benton who's just like he's down. I love that he, he and the brig are just, you know, they're they're like f the government. We're with you, Pretty doctor. Much. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What what do we have to do? Because clearly our government is corrupt here and, you know, there is a conspiracy afoot. Oh, love, loved, loved this. It was just start to finish. So much fun. And then like even like there might have been like a lull and I was like, well, I guess I guess Sarah Jane's getting captured. And then it was like, yeah, we're in space. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What is happening? That was absolutely my reaction. I was just like, oh, hang on. We were just in London and there were just dinosaurs and they were talking about like bringing stuff forward from the past or bringing the present back to the, I'm like, where did the whole spaceship thing come from? Yeah. Like, this has got, this has got to be a scam. This has got to be, you know, I, I was just like, please tell me it is because yeah. if we've got like multi planets going on now, this is a, you know, I'm losing my mind. Here's the thing about that. Like, I get, I know they were kind of like MK Ultra a little bit into, mm-hmm. but it's like I, for the most part, when I'm in a building, and, and granted, I've never been, you know, knocked out and woken up somewhere else. But I think for the most part, if I was floating in space in a in a craft, I would know these people were just in like a building. <laughs> <laughs> you know yep like that's like you got to do some i don't know how they would uh they would fake that underground i mean t- granted we did have a, a man who was bringing dinosaurs uh forward in the future yes uh which is just that's great and i also love that it just gets to the point where he he can direct them into the path of the doctor yes that's just that's just mind blowing. That's just so it, it's, crazy. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, it really is fantastic. Yeah. And then you know, getting attacked by pteranodons. Oh, in, in enclosed spaces. And and uh, l- listen again. These these puppets aren't fantastic. But I will say, just to make drive the point home, the man that is just making like pterodact- or pterodactyl noises. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like it's yes. so great. It's it's so much fun. Now, one it, thing I do want to talk about that I had please. mentioned to you, but I, I I didn't see it in the story notes. Is the first episode of this is in black and white? Oh yes. Okay. Now there was, and I thought I had, and I got worried for a second because no, no, no. no. Any time yeah, right, I watch something you, now, you you even messaged me. You're like, wait a sec. Yeah. Let me bring it back up real quick. Um, there was an entire bit in here about. I mean, it looked um, very interesting. I was, I was like, oh, we're doing this in black and white, but the stills I've seen have yeah, been in color. Exactly. And what had happened was, um, I'm looking real quickly here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find um, where. So what had basically happened was that um, this was still okay. Here we go. Oh, here we go. The uh, 625 line PAL color transmission master videotapes for the serial were scheduled to be wiped and reused, but only that for Invasion Part One was erased. Oh, geez. Right? Yeah. So what what happened is that they basically they had wiped just Episode One. And the masters for episodes two through six still existed. Um, the serial remained incomplete in the BBC archives until 1983, when a 16 millimeter black and white film telerecording of part one was found and returned. Wow! Yeah. So this was um, one of the latest, it time-wise, Doctor Who episodes to have been junked by the BBC. That's crazy. Yeah, followed by only part one of Death to Daleks, which aired roughly a month later. Wow. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. So well, that's, they should hire that's why that colorist. it's in black and white. They should hire I know. Colorist. They should get Clayton Hickman to work on that or something. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I just wanted to bring that up because I was like, uh-oh, it's happening again. Yep. But um, but no. there's a reason why. There's a reason why. Okay, 
we got to talk about these dinosaurs a little more. Yes. Uh, I got some I got some stills of our little dinosaur friends. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I think I'll you know I'll reiterate again. I think they did the best with what they had. Um, I didn't get a picture of the pterodactyl, but I I thought all the dinosaur designs looked cool. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the Triceratops looked cool. I think they had, yeah, they, the Stegosaurus I really loved for some particular yeah. reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah. No, the Stego was really good. I'd say the worst looking one was the T-Rex. He was a little, I don't know what you want to call him, soft around the edges. He almost looked like Reptar. <laughs> yeah, Ki- yes. Kind of. I like, could, I'll give you that. Like if they, if someone had, uh. Let's look. Let's look up Reptar from Rugrats. I mean, yeah, I could. I could see that he he doesn't have the spikes on, but that if they were to do a live action Reptar, that's what Reptar would look like. Mm-hmm. I will totally give you that. Um, and I mean, I enjoyed every time the dinosaurs showed up. I love the uh, you know shoot the dinosaurs and then make our like army guys super small. I love that stuff. Yeah, we got to talk about that CSO for a second because the, the 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 color screen overlay is used a lot. Yes, in this in this in this entire story. Your windows. That, that, yep, the windows, and oh, here's a giant dinosaur in the next room, and here's our our pair of unit soldiers hiding behind like I don't know, like a little trailer. <laughs> Or this something. scene is amazing, by the way. It, it, this scene is amazing if you pay close attention to where this little trailer is when, like, let's say your back is to the dinosaur uh-huh. and you're looking at the soldiers and it's like parked up against the sidewalk and then reverse camera shot and now the trailer's in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. And you've got your unit soldiers who, I mean, let's be honest, they probably didn't have like a tennis ball on the end of a stick. Oh, no. Saying this is where the dinosaur is. So they're shooting kind of like angled to the left a little bit. Yeah. Like they're almost shooting more toward a house. Mm-hmm. And the dinosaur is like straight in front of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason this dinosaur isn't getting out of the way is because the bullets aren't even coming close to it. Yeah. I, I mean, the scene that you were talking about where the uh, the little structure moves into the middle mm-hmm. of the shot. These two guys just unload entire clips into this dinosaur, throw a grenade at it. Yeah. And then they just take a jaunty stroll back to their their vehicle, is, like like they weren't this, just attacking a dinosaur. Yeah, there's like this complete lack of like carrying the the tension of the yeah. moment of, of of a genuine T Rex. But also, in London. but also, uh, it, this seems like it's been going on for a little while, so maybe they're just used yep. to it by now. They, yeah, they've they've grown accustomed to they're it. Just that like, could well, be. there's that T Rex again. Um, I, I love the fact that you know they they go through the effort. The production obviously goes through the effort of of making um, you know scale model buildings. Like when the when the yes. T Rex that has been subdued <laughs> gets up and he, and he's walking forward and he's like just his head is just like pushing through these um, uh, rafters. Yeah, the beams in the rafters in this yeah. building and they're just snapping. You know. Yeah. And then we we get his uh, complete. I, it was so good. I had to gif it. Yeah, um, complete uh, Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid Man moment. Oh yeah. Um, there were some great moments in uh, this story that I'm like, okay, I literally have to stop watching for a second, and I need to gif. Yeah, there was there was a lot of good stuff in this. There um, was some really good stuff. There's there's a moment where the brig finally finds um, the doctor and Sarah Jane, and 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 the doctor's just about to aikido him, and he goes. Yes. Oh! Hi oh, there. that is such Hello. a, I love that. Totally gift to that. I'm like, that is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's it so good. I will say just on the dinosaurs, I think if there's yes. one thing I would have changed. It was, and as funny as it was, I don't, why did they have, um, it's a, not a Brachiosaurus. It's a Brontosaurus now, I believe. Okay. Or something. I can't remember. Uh, why did they the, have the, the long necked dinosaur? Yes. For those yes. not no i guess why did they have that be the fight they they had the triceratops and the and the stegosaurus i would have rather seen one of those go up against against the t-rex because that that uh brontosaurus was like well i guess i'm just gonna shove my head in your mouth um but i will say the tail whip i lost my mind when that happened (laughs) yes i i laughed out loud i was like yes let's go 
tail whip. Yes. So good. Love it. It was. And then I love the doctor having to react to it where he's just like, I'm sure something interesting is happening in front of me. (laughs) Yeah. And then he just kind of walks away. I I think that's really like, I, I loved that scene because like, I'm also a fan of Firefly and there's that scene where wash the pilot, he's playing with like, you know, dinosaur action figures. Mm Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, it is a T-Rex and a Brontosaurus. Oh. And and, and he, he has them doing dialogue. And they're like, oh, curse your sudden but inevitable trail. And I'm just watching this scene of like <laughs> this this T-Rex chowing down on the Brontosaurus's neck. And I'm like, it's that scene. Yeah. It is completely that scene. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I will also I say there is like a little this is all happening in, I believe, episode six. Mm-hmm. And there is another scene where there's like a stegosaurus just hanging outside of a liquor store, <laughs> as they're like, as they're prone to do. As it, it's just like chilling there, and then like they park. I believe it's the is it the brig and the doctor? I believe so. Yes, they park the car, they throw an explosive at the dinosaur, and then they just drive away. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird and out of place. And I will say one thing. Doctor Who, a trend maker, uh, holding off a dinosaur with a flare. Oh, right. Yes. Down in the in the um, in the Steven Spielberg the Metro tunnels. We have to talk. Yeah, we have to talk. Mr. That's Spielberg. Right. I think I think we are slowly proving that invasion of the dinosaurs has influenced a True. lot more of pop culture. Yes. Um, than people have given it credit for. Absolutely. Firefly, Jurassic Park. Yeah, look at that. Um, there's others, I'm sure. There are there are others. I I am I am also sure. But yeah, I mean, overall, dinosaurs. Uh, you know, you see the st- the st- the still. Oh my goodness, <laughs> of the T Rex, and you go. I don't think this is going to be good. But it's so much more than the uh, than the dinosaurs. Um, it really is. The dinosaurs are almost like they're kind of secondary. Like yeah, yeah, they are. They yeah. really are. They're just kind of there to, you know, stop the doctor from driving a car or attack him in a closet. Um, <laughs> that was great yes. with the with the mop. Yes. Jeez. I. Oh you know what? The, he should have karate chopped a dinosaur. How did that not happen? I, I would have. Yes, I would have. I would have paid. To do you see think that. he pitched it? How if I? What do you think if I were to? But just karate chop. Karate chopped. I think that would be awesome. Great job. I hope so. A dinosaur. That would be great. Ugh. Uh, we got to talk about Sarah Jane Smith. That yes. is for certain. Uh, Sarah Jane Smith blows this case wide open multiple times, and no one, no one, everyone's like, oh, Sarah Jane, why don't you go over there or something? Um, make some tea. Make some tea. Uh, man, she was all, and then like at the beginning too, before she you know, we get into it because her and the doctor get arrested for mm-hmm. whatever um, suspicion of suspicion. And she's ready to fight that dude. She is she, like, she's ready to chase that guy down. And, and the doctor's like, no, nah, maybe we shouldn't do that. And then they hear the dinosaur and then they see that man who was super dead. Yes. <laughs> A dinosaur murdered him and crushed his getaway car. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. She's, you know, she's doing investigating. She's calling sources. She's trying to figure out what's going on. And nobody is, nobody's, uh, you know, everyone's just being dumb. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this, this really is, this is the, um, you know, that kind of continuation of kind of that uh, 70s kind of women's lib uh, mm-hmm. movement. And, and here we have Sarah Jane, who is a, a very, very capable, very smart um excellent investigative journalist you know she knows how to uh, sneak around and she can figure out whether an airlock is really an airlock or not (laughs) um you know or a door to the stairs yeah i mean so who knew so she gets captured in i believe this episode three uh yes one two three so she gets captured and she wakes up and that's the other thing so those people were also so it's this is just where it gets bonkers. Like you thought yes. it was bonkers already and then, and then it just takes another you're like, "Oh, dinosaurs are attacking uh London and they they evacuated the city and there's like very subtle like, "Oh, the the air is so clean." 
There's mm-hmm. like weird, like very like, well, why would you mention that? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, like, you get these little things dropped, you know, a little conversation with Yates. It's like, yeah, but haven't you noticed? Haven't you noticed? It's, 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 it's like there's a pandemic going on and everybody's stuck at home and the air is clean. Oh, wait. It's also weird. He just starts like breathing in and out very heavily and like animated. It's like, okay, we get it. The air is clean. That doesn't that doesn't happen. But Sarah Jane gets captured and she wakes up and there's like these random. She's in like she's wearing like a Canadian denim. tuxedo. Yes. Oh my denim. gosh. Yes. And so is like this yeah. other guy. And they're like, oh, you good? You're awake? And she's like, what do you mean? Oh, you. And then you find out she's in space. And she's been asleep for three months, mm-hmm. which um, turns out, like, as a twist, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what is happening right now? And it, it, it has been promised to these people on the spaceship that, uh, you know, they're going to the new world because, you know, the dinosaurs keep showing up and wrecking everything. But wait, but wait, they're going to new New, Earth. new Earth now. Right, but... but- I have a moment where I go, wait a second. Is this the start of new, 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 new earth? Now, see, that would have been interesting. Wouldn't that have been interesting? If it turns out it was true and they're like, you know what? We want to stay here. And the doctor's like, well, I can't force you to to leave if you're already here and you're having a good time. Right. Also, here's a cat. Bye. Yeah, I was going to say, and then then here's our 1970s cat nurses. (laughs) Which um, look way different. <laughs> yes. But the other thing that is just absolutely crazy about this is that it's all a bunch of malarkey. It is. And Sarah, I love that Sarah Jane's like, I know an airlock when I see one. I'm like, whoa, Sarah Jane, calm down. <laughs> and she just walks out. And this she leaves this dude in disbelief. <laughs> completely he is and the just funny like, thing is what is happening my entire this, world is broken this guy mark um oh hi mark oh, hi, um mark. <laughs> you're tearing me apart um tearing me apart. <laughs> thank you um it's not a great day unless i can get a tommy wiseau joke in um go. he when i first see him i'm like oh my god is that matthew water oh no no it's not adric it just kind of looks like <laughs> a little bit just a little bit. Just a tad. But my God, yes, the, the denim spacesuits in the 70s. Yeah, and we have two other people that, and and I love that Sarah Jane's like, and you were there? And you were there. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Very much realization. And so she just straight up goes, this is not real. I'm leaving. <laughs> and she leaves. And we, yeah. it turns out we are just underground in a room. It's got to be a pretty big room. It has to be huge because there are a bunch of people in there. Exactly. I like, mean, this, this is like is... the underground base where our our antagonists are, you know, beaming dinosaurs into present time. Right. Using some sort of technology that I I assume eventually gets co-opted by Scarleone in City of Death. <laughs> yeah, Because probably. I feel like they're trying to do a similar thing in that story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, yeah, Endgame here is just uh, clean up the entire Earth and start a new Earth with these people that they've locked in a basement. Yeah, pretty much. Thus killing or or wiping from history, let's say, um, like 95% of the planet's population. Oh, yeah. Yep. Starting anew. Yes. Um, Which is, again, insane. And then somehow dinosaurs are here. Yeah. Yeah. What should we bring? Should we? I don't know. Let's bring dinosaurs. All right. Um, well, you got, you got to remember they were they were doing that to try and clear out most of the population from yeah. the center of London because that's where this little like you know time bubble yes was going to be. So if you were outside that kind of sphere of influence for lack of a better term mm-hmm. you were going to get wiped from history if you were inside yeah you were going to be safe and be transported to the past yes absolutely the past brought forward i don't know how it works yeah i don't know either but yeah needless to say a lot of twists going on here uh, i do also want to mention now that we're talking about sarah jane kind of being on that ship and they're like well you have to go get a reminder of why you're here Yes, the reminder room. The reminder room, and jeez, okay. Uh, and 
she's watching this video, which it's basically like, well, you see, kids, if you didn't do this, then we wouldn't have to do this. Yeah. Uh, and then I believe they mentioned something about the the fish is dying, and if the fish is dying, they will be lifeless and stinky. I believe is what the video says. That I mean, technically accurate. It's very accurate, but I laughed super hard. <laughs> um, and yeah, like uh, Sarah Jane's basically like, I'm going to re- lead this revolution of these these people who have been lied to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I do love that the lead woman whose name escapes me, she's like, well, I guess, you know, if the reminder room doesn't work, we're just going to have to destroy her. And both the guys are like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> they both have yeah. the same, like, they're like, oh, no, what are we going to do with her? We're so worried. Well, I guess we're just going to have to eliminate her. Wait, yeah. hold on now. Yeah, this lady is very committed to the cause. Oh, absolutely. And our, our two... Two gentlemen are not at all. Well, one of them is not, and the other one is waving. Yeah, yeah, you can so. you can see that that change happen. Um, but but again, it, this is this is this is the greatness that is Sarah Jane. We have you know so many people who are either just like you know kind of pushing her into the background, or you know, oh wait here yeah. that she's like, okay, forget you. I'm going off on my own, yeah. and I'm figuring this out. And this is what we love about Sarah Jane. Absolutely. I mean, granted, yes, it does ultimately get her into trouble, but it also, she helps all those people. Absolutely. And is like, listen, this is all ridiculous. I love when uh, when he comes in in his space suit and he's like, all right, what's the problem? Oh, the... Like the, he's the, a mechanic. The, the MP. Yes. Yes. What is that? Like, so, hey, we I need to talk to you. Couldn't you have just talked to him over the intercom thing? Like that... The illusion feels more real if he's talking to you over an intercom than somehow you call him and he's immediately in space. Well, no, no, no. There, there's a fleet up there. Oh, that's right. There is a fleet because so they he, show the he, other he, ships. Yeah, he quote-unquote takes a shuttle over from one of the that's other ships. That's correct. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. I forgot about the other ships. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't. I think the. I think you get one shot. Yeah. They, he's like, oh, show her the like, other oh. ships. Mm-hmm. It's like a still yeah. photo with like a exactly. fingerprint on it. Um. So I guess yeah. I guess that means there are technically other rooms, or you know, with other people. In them. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Crazy plan. Crazy, crazy plan. And then of um, course Sarah so, Jane gets out, and she's like, I know the whole plan. And the guy's like, Oh, really? And he's, you know, part of it. Part of right. it. So, so yeah, General Finch is in on it. Yes. This, um, this, this MP, uh, what's his name, Gordon or something, is in Whitaker? on it. Whitaker? What's that? Is it Whitaker? Uh, Whitaker, I think, is one of the scientists. Oh, that's right. He is one of the scientists. Right. So, yeah, because he had had some, like, time theories or something. Yeah, and then. And had been, like, laughed out of certain places. Yeah, and then he disappeared. Yes, yeah. that's right. So it ended up in a deep underground military base. There you go. Uh, or former military base, whatever. Um, so, yeah, we've we've got a pair of scientists. We've got General Finch. We've got um, this this MP. Um, and uh, then we have a surprise twist and betrayal. Mike Yates. Yeah. Is in with these guys, too. How dare. And But, I mean, look, he still has... I mean, don't get me wrong. Betrayal is betrayal. This yes. is this is not going to end well for him. Um, but he still, you can tell he still has at least some kind of loyalty or fondness for the doctor. Yeah. Because he's like, look, I'll, I'll sabotage some of this stuff, but I don't want any harm coming to him. Yeah. And like he puts this, I don't know. Oh, thing. the little like, like circular thing? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to... Uh, mess with this contraption the doctor has made to kind of basically um stun and and kind of like subdue i think they were going to go for like the brontosaurus because it was kind of like a peaceful you know vegan option uh dinosaur and then it all goes kind of haywire and the doctor almost gets stomped and then of course you know there's this thing where where yates is like thrown to the ground the 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 contraption is wrecked, but he still manages to get over and just kind of like oops, sneak away the thing he put on it. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh, Yates. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, there's even a point 
where I think before all of that goes down, Yates has a moment where he goes, oh, but, but what if it doesn't work, Doctor? It's like, dude, don't give yourself away by saying that. Come yeah, right. On. Come on. Yeah, so. You're just you're asking to be found out. Yeah, and this is his last, um, this is his last uh, time with Unit after that. This is his last time with Unit at the end. The, 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 the brig basically goes, um, you know, I don't want to say super lean to Donovan. Basically, okay, you're taking some time off and you're basically given the option to quit. Yeah. Um, or, or, or we're taking you down. And we don't see him again until actually the doctor's very last episode, but he's a civilian at that point. Yeah, Planet of the Spiders. And then yes. apparently he's also, is he in anything else TV-wise? No. Uh, I'm not sure. No, I mean, he's not. Doctor Who TV-wise? No, I don't think so. There you go. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Oh boy. There, yeah, there is just so, so much, much in this. Yeah, there really is. I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, man, if I wanted to talk about everything that was in here, we'd probably be here till like 1030. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think we both highly recommend this. Absolutely. Uh, this is, it's just, it's very, it is, you know, it's six episodes, but it, it's very good. It's, it is, and I don't really think it drags much. Maybe in a couple of places. Like I said, there was like one or two scenes where I'm like, "Why was this in here? This made yeah. no sense." Just showing off the dinosaur again. I get it, but yeah, yeah. Um, um, I want to. I want to hit just just a couple things before we start pushing buttons. Yeah, absolutely. In in episode one, and I think he appears again in another episode. There's a there's a unit, uh, basically radio operator at their headquarters and he's very clearly a Scotsman. Right? Oh yes. There's no mistaking the accent. Yeah. So my own my own personal headcanon is that this radio boy is a distant relative of Jamie McCrimmon. Let's go. It just I'm makes me happy. It. Yeah. It just makes me happy. Um, um I've got one thing that I will bring up when we talk about the Duggan scale. Um but where was the other thing? Um I'm doing a bad job of finding what no. I wanted to talk about because I'm like that. Um, <laughs> in in reality, like looking at the controls um, in like the 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 lab where the two guys are doing these time experiments. In reality, were levers ever really that big? I would. You know what? I would love to know that. I'm going to say yes. You think so? At some point levers were that big but see, now in feel, the 70s i don't think so i well see i don't know i mean I, I i mean okay yes i'm sure levers were huge back in the 1870s oh absolutely <laughs> you know but i mean i look at like mission control in the 60s and i don't feel like i see anything that's you know here's an entire row of giant yellow lollipops yeah i don't know i don't know i was i was far too young in the 70s to remember um i'm yeah. here i'm sorry i'm There's here some... i'm hearing some some thunder outside is what i'm hearing oh are you really yeah oh dude i envy you it's uh it's something i i hope uh the pups are okay camilla did not like the light or the thunder we heard outside earlier today Aww. yeah she's a little scaredy it's fine i i will say this that uh before we start pushing buttons this story is fantastic for a lot of the dialogue we get there are some very very funny bits Oh my goodness! There's some great funny bits, and then you know we also get the very like, "Hey, we should probably figure out our environmental stuff." Yes, because uh, I mean, I get why they were doing this. They went about it the the worst way possible, but I get it. And this was from 1974. Mm-hmm. So the message yeah. still rings true today. Yeah, and and we get Pertwee giving a great kind of speech. Yeah. Toward the end of episode six. And it was so well done. It was. It was. And, it, well and it wasn't, it wasn't heavy handed. It wasn't club you over the head with the message. It was very obvious, but it wasn't, I'm sorry. It wasn't over from 55, yep. which is oh boy. just fumbled so hard. Yes, absolutely. My goodness. Anyway, lots of Aikido too. Hold yes. Uh, we'll get to, well, we'll get to it. We'll we will. We it. will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, we're, we're going to get to it right now. I've got all the machinery well, I need. Stand back. It's Okay, as you said, lot of yeah. lot of uh, you say it because I always bungle it. Venetian, Venetian, so much. Venetian Aikido. Yeah, we get a bu- we get a bunch of it. 
We do. And we also get some that is voluntarily done on, yes. which is just great. Benton being like, um, you've got to subdue me, sir. Benton. Benton. This is another, like, also Benton shining in this. Yes, this is a great Benton story. Oh, he does that, like, so we'll just go through everything that I can see. Um, we get crazy destruction of a car and a man in the first episode. <laughs> Yes. Um, we got you know we got the T Rex. We got a lot of explosions. Yep. A lot of explosions. We got a dinosaur busting through a wall. Yes, that that is key a key moment busting straight through the wall. We we have basically the Doctor and Sarah Jane driving a Land Rover, doing a full dug in on a garage door. Yes. Just plowing it open. What else do we have? I mean, we we've got. Uh, I believe, oh, um, Benton doing a front kick on that dude and choking him out. Yep. That was great. Yep. Just a lot of good stuff here. I think <sighs> I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, ooh, I'm going to go seven and a half. Really? Yes. I am John. This, this is, gonna this go is going to be a rarity. I am, I am diverging <gasps> from you. Because I'm I'm usually within a half point. I'm giving this a nine. Wow, a nine. This, this is a nine. There is just I can't some, argue. There's some great action. Yeah, I think I think more. Not only that, but like more than half of the episodes, we get a dinosaur related cliffhanger. That's true. Um, we we didn't even cover the fact that you know there's like a helicopter chasing the doctor. Oh yeah. Oh right there's that going on there's so much action there is so much action in these six episodes that it really it just it's it's fantastic from from start to finish Absolutely. yes you sit there and you go oh my god these dinosaurs look so bad yeah but and it's cares? laughable yeah but the story on the whole like you can is, see the creases on them who cares yes exactly it's great it is it is. It is so good. I mean, they're blowing up tube stations. There's, there's, uh, the brig with flares and a dinosaur. Yeah, like full Jurassic Park going on here. Um, Aikido galore. Yes, stuff exploding. Our bad guys getting chucked back in time as they're come up and. Um, oh yeah, love it. Holy moly! There you go. All right. So I mean, can't argue with a nine. I can't. I yeah. I'm sorry. I'm putting it up there. Oh, it's, that's fine. It's worth it. It's worth it. All right. Let's uh, let's venture behind the couch. Gathering close. It's time for the behind the couch. <laughs> All right. I feel like we kind of covered it already, but a little bit, yeah. But just to be official, I don't think the story is remotely scary. Yeah. And I think the CSO and the dinosaurs see to that. Mm-hmm. The action, honestly, I think is really decent mm-hmm. to hold a younger's younger viewer's attention through six episodes. Yeah, right. Um, but there, there just there's that one little part in the first episode where that looter gets all messed up, and it's kind of like, oh, ooh. But it's there, and it's over. Yeah, it's really relatively quick, and by the time you even get to the end of the first episode, you don't remember it. Yeah, and it probably helps that it was in black and white too. It, good point. Yeah. All right. Well, we highly recommend you go watch this. Heck because yes, because it is through and through just a fantastic, fantastic serial. Um, Most definitely loved it. Loved it. So I was going through. I'm like, what are we gonna watch next time? Is it gonna be a Russell T Davies? Because you know they announced he's coming back. Um, actually, I I I went through our list of episodes and I went, how have we not done this? It only seems right at with the episode we just watched that we should be watching dinosaurs on a spaceship, starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Karen Gillan as Amy Pond. And Arthur Darville as Rory Williams. It was written by Chris Chibnall, the Chibs. And it was directed by Sal Metstein. Okay. Um, I can't believe we have not watched this. I was very surprised when I saw it. I'm like, I swear we've done it. I triple checked. If anyone listening goes, you guys did this. It was this episode. I will be shocked and we will be watching something different. But I I (laughs) don't. And we'll shout you out. Yeah. 
absolutely. But I don't believe we've done this. I triple checked and I did not see it anywhere. So that's wild. That's where we're going. Dinosaurs abound. Dinosaurs aplenty, if you will. And there you go. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for the logo of Taylor and myself uh, in cartoony form coming out of that TARDIS. Mm-hmm. And rate and review us as well. We would appreciate that. And also, you can go to SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G, and Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you want to buy um, a tote bag or i mean it's getting colder if you want to buy a sweatshirt yeah. shop.spreadshirt.com it's there mm-hmm. slash n-o-t-l-g and, or if you just want to donate uh, to us monetarily uh patreon.com slash n-o-t-l-g and that's um that's everything those that are is. all the plugs i was gonna say uh you can you can follow us on facebook if it's working but it is working now so <laughs> yes it is back up and running. It is back up and running. And we will be back up and running in two weeks when we watch dinosaurs on a spaceship. And we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Actually, can you talk for a second? Yeah, I can totally talk for a second because things are happening and words are flowing from my mouth. They absolutely and this are. Might make a good outro. <laughs>